Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of Rock Always Wins, the podcast where we talk about and explain various sciences, concepts, and what's going on in the scientific community. I'm your host, Allison Lee, and today we're going to talk about the sleeping monsters underneath everyone's feet in Western USA that could affect the entire world. Super volcanoes. However, before we can dig into that, we're going to cover the basics of normal volcanoes so you can truly grasp the reason why supervolcanoes earned that title. As many of you already know, a volcano is a very angry mountain that shoots liquid fire into the sky. Do take note that this is a loose definition. Everything that comes out of a volcano, such as rock fragments, ash, and the stereotypical lava, are called pyroclastic material. Remember this, because it is important for later. One thing to know is that not all volcanoes are created equal. There are three main types of volcanoes, each with their own defining elements and characteristics. These are cinder cones, composite, and shield. To start off our trio, we have cinder cones. These are the smallest of the three and are very rarely taller than 1,000 feet. They start out as little holes in the ground that shoot out pyroclastic material. Material builds up until you have an entire mountain. One famous cinder cone is Paracutan. The story behind this particular volcano is that a Mexican farmer found a little hole in his field that was shooting out hot little ashes. He didn't think much of it at first and thought the hole would either fill up or go away on its own. But within a few weeks, an entire mountain had shot up in the middle of his backyard, forcing him and his neighbors to move for fear of being hit by the ashes and the lava shooting out of it. Next up, we have composite volcanoes, which are the classic mountain-shaped volcanoes people generally think of and are the tallest of all volcanoes. They can reach elevations higher than 10,000 feet and make up about 60% of Earth's volcanoes. When they erupt, they explode upwards and outwards and can cause extreme amounts of damage to their immediate vicinity with lava and hundreds of miles around with ash. An example of a composite volcano is Mount St. Helens, which erupted in 1980s and is one of the most famous volcanoes to erupt within the U.S. Lastly, but definitely not least, we have shield volcanoes. These volcanoes aren't quite as tall as composite volcanoes, but can stretch miles wide. They are very broad, with gentle slopes leading up to their crater. They are made almost entirely out of lava flows. Rather than having one main crater that lava pours from, it has vents all over the sides in addition to the one on top. They don't have the same explosive factor as the other two, but rather instead have lava fountains. Over time, shield volcanoes can even create islands in the middle of the ocean. An example of a shield volcano is Mauna Loa in Hawaii. It covers 2,035 miles, with a total volume of 19,000 cubic miles. Now that you know the basics of normal volcanoes, let's get into supervolcanoes and talk about how they differ from your average. 
For one, they are much bigger and thousands of times more powerful. A supervolcano, by definition, is any volcano capable of an eruption that produces more than 240 cubic miles of magma. The magma chamber of a volcano is about 0.62 miles cubed, whereas a supervolcano's magma chamber is roughly 621 miles cubed. Supervolcanoes are also flat, whereas normal ones have cones. Instead, they have giant depressions in the earth called calderas. The effects of a supervolcano would also be much more widespread. The initial explosion would kill everything within a 31-mile radius at the minimum, and also runs the risk of triggering other nearby volcanoes. Instead of its ash only spreading a couple of hundred miles, it would travel all around the globe. The ash would even block out the sun, causing global cooling. Crops would die and cause even more casualties. On the bright side, there are only six supervolcanoes on Earth, at least that we have discovered. And the last explosion is thought to have been about 74,000 years ago. Despite there being so few, there are two in the U.S. One is the Long Valley Caldera in Eastern California. The other one is quite famous. It is Yellowstone National Park. The supervolcano beneath Yellowstone is what powers all the beautiful geysers and hot springs, in addition to creating and fueling all of the other cool hydrothermic and geological aspects that people come all around to see. The Yellowstone caldera is estimated to erupt every 600,000 to 800,000 years, and in the past 2 million years, we have detected only three major eruptions that meet the supervolcano criteria of 240 cubic miles of magma. The last time it erupted was, we believe, 640,000 years ago. So we are within the projected eruption period. What doesn't help is that earthquakes can potentially set off a volcano of any size. And in May of this year, 288 earthquakes, with the highest being a 3.1, hit Yellowstone in swarms. But if this is the case, why hasn't Yellowstone blown up in our face yet? There are actually several reasons why Yellowstone hasn't gone off yet. One is because over the past hundreds of thousands of years, there have been specific instances where there have been miniature explosions, where small amounts of lava have exploded out of the crust. Even the smallest of these would help relieve the pressure that is building up underneath the caldera and would prolong the date it is set to explode. Another thing is that the University of California Santa Cruz has said that Yellowstone's geothermic activity has actually been on, the, on a significant decline for the past long while. A threefold decrease, to be specific. Scientists say that the western U.S. should be more worried about the earthquakes than a super eruption. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll be discussing diamonds and how they became rare and famous through restriction and advertising alone. 
Also, check us out on social media and let us know what you thought about today's episode.